This audio production is brought to you by TheBestDayEver.com, David Wolf's premium longevity member site. Welcome, everyone, on TheBestDayEver.com. This is your host, Lucian Gauthier, and we are here with Nadine Artemis, co-founder of LivingLibations.com. Her and Ron founded this company, which is producing some of the best essential oils and natural beauty products that you'll find anywhere on planet Earth. So we're so delighted to have you on the show again, Nadine. Welcome. Thank you. It's always my pleasure, and I love sharing all the information that I can with, about all these plants and about the wonderful things we create. And the reason I love doing these interviews is because essential oils still remains to be one of those almost like on the peripheral side of the health discussions that go on. You don't hear a lot about essential oils, maybe in our circles a little bit more, but in, in mainstream health, you hear a lot about food, you hear a lot about nutrition, you hear a lot about supplements, you know, pills, capsules, powders. You hear a lot about water nowadays, but still it seems that essential oils are not getting the uh, the spotlight that considering their quality and their uses and the profound effect they can have on your health that they maybe should have. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a very, really neat thing. I think it's because they, I think there's a part of them that aren't seen as serious, like it's aromatherapy, so it's kind of frivolous. And another thing I think makes them fascinating really is their history so they have been around for so long that they're very, you know, we know what each of them do because it's been thousands of years that people have been, like, anointing and playing with the properties of essential oils. And interestingly enough, too, they show up, um, you know, in adulterated forms, but in the perfume industry, the flavor industry, and also you mentioned supplements, and they do they do make up some of our supplements. It's just that we, we don't always know that, like cinnamon, for example, in a capsule, it could very well be the super critical extract of cinnamon that we that we use as our cinnamon oil. And it seems, Nadine, that a lot of the perfume and natural, I'm sorry, and just the skincare industry in general, everyone seems to be going natural. And I'm hoping that the days of like highly chemicalized perfumes, deodorants, shampoos, and skincare products, those days seem to be kind of changing quite a bit and that every company is moving more natural, not maybe necessarily in their ingredients, but definitely in the way they're marketing and advertising these things. So it seems like everyone's trying to move over into the natural world. Yes, for sure. And often it is just in the marketing and unfortunately not all the way through with the actual ingredients. And um, even in the health food store, you'll find most, you know, most beauty products, I mean, I'd say 99% of the ones even in the health food store still have purity issues, and it's just we don't need those things anymore. We don't actually need the methylparabens and the propylene glycols and everything, and we certainly don't need those to be beautiful. And you just reminded me that in the upcoming longevity conference, uh, one of the things I'm going to be addressing is having the best skin ever and beauty throughout your whole life and how to balance imbalances with the skin. So it really covers a wide range because the skin is our largest organ and a lot of imbalances come up that can kind of affect our health and beauty. And one of the very compelling things that I've noticed in your YouTube videos is that you are a very beautiful woman. And so that when you talk about beauty and skin care uh, on YouTube, it is very evident to everyone that you are, uh, you are a beautiful person inside and out. And the use of natural products for sure produces uh, pretty phenomenal results when it comes to beauty. Well, that's really sweet. I'm just blushing over here. <laughs> I think one of the things that's helped is, like, luckily I've been doing this since I've been 18, so there wasn't, a, you know, I've been really working with pure substances for so long, so I didn't have to, like, catch up on anything and go, oops, I've been using 
petroleum on my skin for, as an eye cream for 18 years. Better switch gear. Right. So <laughs> I'm very thankful for whatever brought me on this path. And you did mention that these have been in use for centuries, for a very long time. Can you maybe talk a little bit about what has changed in the course of how essential oils have been gathered, maybe processed, how they've been developing in terms of getting it from the plant to the to the producer, to the individual, has anything changed in how essential oils are made or in the processing of essential oils in the last couple of centuries? And, and what's your kind of avenue? Do you try to stay with, like, traditional means of processing essential oils, or do you use some maybe new technologies that have been developed over the last couple decades? Yeah, the really interesting thing is that not much has changed. <laughs> so, and most of the developments on how to distill an essential oil were, were done thousands and thousands of years ago. And literally, those are still the ones in place, the cold pressing, the steam distillation. And um, then the absolute method was probably about 100 years ago, and that replaced um, an older method of enfleurage, which was using animal fat to press out the juice of the petals. So still, I mean, 90% of the essential oils are cold. Well, the fruit ones, like peels, like citruses, are cold pressed, and then you've got like 90% being steam distilled which is still an awesome method. Of course, you'll have people that have the art of it down. It's kind of like making fine wine, so they'll just be the people that really get get it. There's atars, which is using steam distillation with sandalwood, which is very ancient and really yields beautiful essences. The sandalwood helps capture some of the essences that are harder to do through steam distillation, like jasmine, for example. And then I think it was in about the 80s, there's a, a company in Europe that I've been working with. Um, these two doctors, they did their PhD in decaffeinating coffee, and they created a CO2 extract, which is also known as the supercritical uh, extract. And that is really great because it's clean. Um, it uses a very low pressure to extract the essence. And what we're able to get from that is some essential oils that were never available through steam distillation, or maybe they were only used as an abs- done as an absolute. Like, so for example, vanilla absolute uh, was available before. You weren't able to steam distill it, but now it's just, um, you can get it as a CO2. I've been getting it since uh, 1990, and that's awesome because it's um, organic and it's safe, and you can use it as a food and flavoring. So you can eat it literally. You can make put in your smoothies and stuff. So that I really like is the CO2 process, which has a really unique unique quality, and we can also get things like the sea buckthorn berry and the shishandra berry that way. And um, it does the essential oils, and then sometimes if the plant has a lot of fatty esters and lipids, it can pick that up as well. So, for example, the sea buckthorn is a bit, um, if you felt it, it wouldn't be just like an essential oil where it would sort of be evaporative. It actually has a quality that has like a fat to it. So it's very, very good for skin care. And it's more potent than the sea buckthorn that's just, pressed, cold pressed, so it's way more potent than that. Yep, and I just did a huge order before this interview, and it came in uh, about two weeks ago, and I've got in front of me a whole uh, cornucopia of your different products that I'm just having real, so much fun playing with. And the one thing that I ordered uh, from you was the nebulizer. And the nebulizer, uh, I wasn't exactly sure what it was going to do. It it looked to me like, you know, like it was going to be like a steamer. I was going to put some essential oils in there, and it was very easy and simple to use, and I'm just over the moon with this nebulizer. It, it basically takes the essential oil, mixing it with water, and then 
vaporizes into your into your room, into your bedroom, and your apartment, or your home. The wonderful smell of that essential oil. Can you talk a little bit about the nebulizer, how you use it, some of its health benefits, and some of the creative ways in which you kind of put it to work? Yeah, I'm thrilled with them too. I'm, I've been uh, looking for a good diffuser for a number of years now because I find some, the only ones that work um, were before were um, they, I can't remember them. They have these glass things. I can't, I can't remember the name, but they're usually over a hundred dollars. But they were the most effective at getting the molecules into the air. But they also use like a fish tank motor, so they were very loud. And um, we love everything really quiet. <laughs> um, you had to go through a lot of essential oils, which was kind of, kind of cost prohibitive for people sometimes. So these ones I think are delightful because you're using the drops of essential oil with water, and you're getting a fine mist, a micronized mist into the atmosphere, and that is delivering the essential oils. And I think it's a really good delivery system because it almost puts the essential oils sort of on this, like, magic carpet ride throughout your house. And in the winter, for a lot of people, this is great because you get that little bit of extra hum- um, moisture into the air. And so I find it also great for if for colds and that kind of thing because you've got the extra moisture going into the air. You can diffuse eucalyptus or rosemary or tea tree. And then it really helps people breathe clearly all night. And then... Um, it's pretty effective too in the square, the you know the square meter, square footage of the house that it's covering. As you've said, I find it's just so effective and easy to use. I've just been really happy to have these uh, new this new product on the site, and also I just love being able to continuously inhale the essential oil. And one of the ways that I've been using it is, I part of my order was the Immune Alum Hot Berry which we're going to talk about in a second. And I've been using that in the nebulizer at night so that when I'm sleeping, I'm breathing in things are going to potentially clear away any viruses or potential cold virus that I would be picking up maybe throughout the course of the day being outside or going in and out of the house. And I think it was either in the interview I did with David or it could have been in a previous interview with you that I really got hooked on the Immunolume when I used it in England when I was at a very large conference and there was about 3,000 people there doing a meditation retreat and everyone was getting a cold uh, virus. Everyone had different uh, forms of the cold virus and for some people it's turning into a flu and even a few people it turned into pneumonia. And I felt the virus in the center of my chest and I brought the immunolume with me and I put a little bit on my hand, a couple of drops, and I, I licked it and I breathed it in quite uh, forcefully to get the vapors down into my lung. And I did that about three times in the course of one day, and it knocked out that virus. It never turned into a cold and never got sick. And ever since then, I've been loving this stuff. So this is what I've been using in the nebulizer, and uh, it seems to be keeping me uh, free from any potential problems in the wintertime. Oh, that's that's great. I didn't know that story. That's really cool. Yeah, the essential oils, they have the ability to kill um, airborne bacteria, and um, I think that's a good thing. It's, yeah, and again, with popularity, as you were mentioning in the beginning, it is interesting because I feel like essential oils are so multifaceted. You know, we can ingest some of them, we can use them in the atmosphere, and, you know, and we can just smell good and we can use them to beautify as well as, you know, they're, they're really potent on a medicinal level. It's just one reason why I love them so much. And can you maybe go into some of the um, thought behind what went into creating this particular formula for Immunolume? It has has schizanderberry in it, uh, sea buckthorn berry, ginger, clove. It's got, um, let me see, grapefruit, turmeric, cinnamon. And what was the uh, idea behind this? Is this a formula that you came up yourself? Is it something that's been used for centuries? What what kind of was behind the, um, the creation of this particular blend? 
Yeah, I mean, yes, those have been used for centuries, and um, I did come up with the formula as as all of them. I just, uh, I really wanted to create something. I had the Immunolume, the other one, the classic one, that's more like the rosemary, peppermint, that's more about breathing, and, and, you know, it's kind of like that Vicks Vapor Rub smell, but, of course, in the natural, most delightful way. And I'm sure many people have heard of the Thieves Oil with Young Living, and everybody was like, oh, can I have that version or something like that? And I was like, well, I think we can just make something that's about a thousand times better. <laughs> and um, there's essential oils that I have that a lot of people, like, really, I don't know where else they are, like the shishandra and the seed buckthorn berry. So what we did was we took the most potent, potent essential oils, like clove and cinnamon, and we combined them with um, the shishandra berry and the sea buckthorn berry, which are also amazing for the immune system and actually even have a bit of a nutritive property. Um, I was actually just reading about sea buckthorn berry and uh, cervical dysplasia and found that it had about a 100% success rate for women that were doing suppositories with sea buckthorn berry oil. Wow. You can see that, it's, yeah, it's really potent. Um, and then uh, I also wanted it to taste good because I was also formulating this for something that could, people could take internally. So with the grapefruit, which is also really good for the immune system, the lymph, ginger, yeah, another great. I mean, I just feel that the trio of clove, cinnamon, and ginger is pretty good, like going to knock anything out, <laughs> anything out of the system. And I've actually heard a lot of the traveling stories. Like my friend, she went to Japan, you know, had a few drops after she arrived. And uh, she's always good whenever she gets to her destination without getting one of those travel colds. And for me, it's one of those things where if you have a really good diet and you're exercising, you're boosting your immune system and keeping, um, you know, keeping up with the uh, tonic herbs and things that we talked about on thebesteaver.com, your only real worry is external infection, meaning something from the outside somehow gets in, you, you know, you breathe it in during the wintertime or Maybe you're in a, a crowded room or an elevator and you breathe in some bacteria or virus that someone else is coughing or sneezing around. And, um, and these essential oils seem like these great little one-two punches that you can do just to quickly knock it out so that really your immune system doesn't even have to worry about it. Absolutely, yeah. Just sometimes you just need a little tweak or a little something to wipe on your hands. And actually at the last Longevity Conference, Longevity Now Conference, I did a talk on super immunity and... Um, and I talked about a lot of this stuff, think ways you can clean your hands or um, how the essential oils block viruses from mimicking themselves in the body. So the essential oils will go into the cell receptor sites and then stop viruses from repeating themselves throughout the body. So that's really useful too. Because you mentioned it, I should ask you that if someone is using, let's say they're using, let's say they go to their health food store and get some kind of ecologically friendly hand soap or just some kind of, a, um, you know, maybe even like a bathroom cleaner, is putting a couple of drops of essential oils in there worth it in order to kill bacteria without creating kind of like an over-sterilized environment? Yeah, I'd say if you want to, like, make your own um, antibacterial hand soap, so to speak, um, you could get Castile soap or anything like that. And if you did about, um, you want to go a bit higher for antibacterial. So if you do 5 to 6%, of an essential oil to the size of your container, that will be good. And then use ones that are like really, like all essential oils are antibacterial, but you could use like, you know, eucalyptus, lavender, tea tree, rosemary, a bit of grapefruit, you know, just to make it smell really good. And that would be very effective. 
And you can also make your own spray bottle for, like, counter cleaning and stuff like that in your kitchen. So we'll do, we'll get, like, empty spray bottles, do water. We'll do maybe 1% hydrogen peroxide. And then we'll add, like, 5% essential oils, some lemon myrtle or thyme, oregano. And that's what we use to, like, clean our whole house. Like, when you're doing door handles and countertops, just nothing would. To clean the toilet, we do everything. We have the one spray bottle. Okay, awesome. And one other ingredient that we had mentioned in there was uh, cinnamon, and I did order some cinnamon bark, and you might laugh at this, but I'm not sure if this is the correct use of it, but I just took some cinnamon bark and I rubbed it on my face because I wanted to smell like cinnamon. So before I went out one night, I just put them on my face. But it's very strong. It stung a little bit. and I was very... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was very close. You're lucky your face didn't go red. I'm sure if I did that to my face, it would be red. So that's good. Yeah, I would just dilute it a bit. So you could do that, but you might want to take like some jojoba or virgin coconut oil or Beskin ever, and you could dilute it a little bit. Yeah, I learned my lesson there, and I did. I got very blotchy. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the ones that needs to be diluted. There's not too many of them, but you found it. But that, you know, and that brings up a great point is that Sometimes there's all these, like, warnings with essential oils or be careful and, you know, all this sort of stuff. But the thing is, the mistakes in in, in essential, using essential oils or the mistakes that you could make in, in aromatherapy are so, like, non-life-threatening. You just go, oops, I won't do that again. Like, you know, one time I put too much juniper berry in my bath and I was like, okay, next time I won't do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's great because you can really, you know, you can really experiment and uh, if something happens, it's like easily rectified. Yep, and that's exactly what I've been doing. You know, I found that just playing around with not just essential oils, but, you know, David talks a lot about the superfoods and super herbs, and, you know, sometimes we get caught up in, like, well, how much should I take? Is it two teaspoons or two and a half? And, you know, uh, how do I know when I've done too much? And we're getting too precise. We've kind of lost that spirit of playing around and having fun. Just one kind of interesting thing happened with one of my uh, containers I had in a travel bag. I had uh, I had some uh, Dr. Bronner soap, which I had in my my um, my travel bag, and it spilled out, and it leaked into the essential oil container that I had, which was I think it was uh, the neem oil that I had. So it, somehow the soap got underneath the cap and got in there, and then what I started doing is using it as shampoo because it was soap. It mixed with the essential oil, and it's created this really cool shampoo for me temporarily. So I don't know if that. Oh, great. <laughs> But yeah, it's I fun. just love when people do an experiment. It's kind of like you got it. They're like paints, you know. You can just go for it and mix and match and wear and put them in the bath, clean your house, make a perfume. It's all really good. The uh, the second product I wanted to talk to you about was the Limp Tonic, and this is something I'd never tried before. And quite a powerful. I'm smelling it right now. It's a powerful eucalyptus, I think, is the is the is the dominant kind of odor coming out. And what was behind the Limb Tonic, the creation? Is this also another one of your unique creations? And it's got other things in here such as cypress, rosemary, laurel, and yarrow. Can you talk about some of those ingredients and, and how they came about in this formula? Yes. Well, essential oils have a great affinity for the lymph system. And the lymph system is so key for um, keeping our immunity really strong. The lymph system doesn't have like a, a sort of a pumping part to it like the blood does. Um, so the lymph system really needs external or, you know, uh, things to help it circulate, like being on a rebound or going for a walk, hot and cold, like, uh, you know, hot tub and the lake or different things that can stimulate it. And dry brushing is also really great for the lymph system as well. So often people are, were asking me for which oils to use for the lymph system. 
and those are like the top, top oils that are great for the lymph system. And they can also be used on the skin undiluted because the lymph tonic is a totally straight-up essential oil mix. There's nothing diluting it. And I did that so that people could really use it for dry brushing. And um, and you can also just put it on your lymph nodes, like the, by the armpits and um, right uh, under the ears is another lymph area, and it just stimulates the lymph circulation system. You can also put one drop on the palm of your hand, then take your dry brush, glide it over your hand, and get that little drop will go so far, and it will kind of coat the tops of the bristles, and then start your dry brushing routine, and that will enhance your dry brushing just so much. It's, it's great. So it really helps the circulation. The lymph system keeps it very toned. Um, and so that I created it for that. And then the yarrow is also super great because it's good for the lymph system. And it has a great affinity with the thyroid. And it's anti-radiation. So it's also good. You can even just add a, put a little drop on your thyroid, which is just below the Adam's apple, so to speak, on uh, the neck. And uh, it's very good for t keeping that area toned. And uh, if you're flying and stuff, I always put a little drop there on my thyroid. Great idea. Great idea. Thyroid is something that's getting a lot of attention now because so many thyroid issues are coming up um, because of the, um, you know, the, the extreme toxicity of our environment. Is there anything else that you would recommend for, for the thyroid? I know essential oils don't necessarily have a quote-unquote detoxification repu uh, reputation, um, but do essential oils, can they detoxify or can they protect something like the thyroid or removing other type of toxins in your experience? Yeah, actually, they're really good for detoxifying, again, by helping the lymph system and by helping the liver are some of the ways they can help to move things through the body and take it through the proper channels, especially if you do, like, dry brushing and then do an infrared sauna. That's really great. Grapefruit, lemon, and the Greenland moss. Those are all really good liver tonics. Uh, so is carrot seed. And you can put a drop in the liver. Um, there's some hangover helpers, uh, which is, again, grapefruit fennel. Again, you can put it on your liver if you overindulge the next day. I, uh, I used to sell, I used to have a blend way back when I had a store in Toronto when I was 20. It was called hangover helper. Oh, that is too funny. Um, yeah tons and tons of those. I think it was juniper berry, grapefruit, and uh, fennel were some of the top notes. So they definitely assist in um, in detoxifying, and um, coriander is also really good for helping that. So um, infrared saunas and then combining essential oils with virgin coconut oil afterwards, um, they all go in the body, and they do what they need to do, and then they leave. And, you know, it's so great because we are having things that don't build up in the liver, and they, you know, they do don't clog up the the um, lymph system or the hypothalamus, all the endocrine system or the circulation system, which is really the opposite of uh, modern cosmetics. So right. putting on stuff, you know, it's clogging up the skin and all. Uh, so many things, like the phelates, they're disrupting the endocrine system. Or you could choose the other way of, like, having things that beautify you and are boosting your immunity and in a way that you're hardly even noticing, you know, because they're not, they're medicinal, but they're just so imbued with beauty that it's a great thing to do. Right. And um, in, in talking about clogging and, and getting things kind of stuck, as you know, David talks a lot about calcification and being one of the number one causes of aging, things that are silting us up, as it were. 
do you find that essential oils, because they're able to penetrate the blood-brain barrier and they're able to literally go through the skin as a delivery system and they're so easily absorbable that they can get in into the inner workings of our body, maybe some of, some of the, um, the fascia and the deeper tissue of our body, and just, just through their natural medicinal quality break up either hardening or just things that are quite stagnant? Absolutely, um, and many of the essential oils are categorized as anti-inflammatories. And if I've got it right, um, maybe you know CoX inhibitors. Is that the right word for something mm-hmm. that's anti-inflammatory? It goes into that area, um, and again, that's why the two serums. One of the reasons they're effective is they're also they're taking care of inflammation, not only bacteria and that kind of thing. Because sometimes it's an issue of inflammation with the gum. So I mean, definitely you can you know, cut um, anything that's inflamed in the body, old um, calcified spots, uh, you would could definitely use them. And you can use them with DMSO. So um, uh-huh. DMSO, you have to have clean skin, but think how much the DMSO is going in, and you get the essential oils on that DMSO ride, and they're going deep into the, uh, into the skin. I have one woman who um, I'm not totally sure what happened to her ankle, but it's something she really has to take care of, like, for the rest of her life. It's just always sort of inflamed. And so we've been having wonderful results with the essential oils, very potent blend, some jojoba. You need a bit of a carrier oil with the DMSO um, so that you don't totally burn the skin if you're using it in a high concentration. So something like jojoba, melted virgin coconut oil, DMSO, and essential oils, pretty amazing results. Wow, that's a great little formula. So if someone has an injury of some sort and there's, uh, the calcification buildup and the scar, that scar tissue that kind of forms and it gets really hard and for the rest of your life you might lose flexibility. Using essential oils with some kind of carrier oil and DMSO, I, I'd never thought of that before, but that is a brilliant idea. And, and this person, I'm assuming, has had very good results with that. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's totally successful. It's the only thing that actually brings relief is the powerful essential oils. And then the DMSO, just uh, which we added in a few months ago, just brought it to a new height. And then if it depends what you want, and they're also very good at um, their solvent. A lot of essential oils, they have a solvent action, so they're very good at breaking down keloids. And um, they can work on old scars, new scars, old stretch marks, preventing stretch marks, like all of those things that create a formation in the body. And then depending on what your area needs, I mean, if it needs cold, peppermint's really good. It's very cooling. Um, mm. Sometimes it needs cold and hot, so you could do clove with um, margarine or um, and peppermint for like a, that's a good hot cold thing. Um, sweet birch is really good. I love margarine because it's actually an analgesic, so it's very relaxing um, to right. the area as well. That's fantastic. I think the first thing I'm going to do when I end this interview is I'm going to go over to my bottle of DMSO and I'm going to put some essential oil in there just for someone like myself. I don't have any particular injuries, but I do like to, to break down old fat because I used to be quite overweight, so there are stretch marks from when I was overweight. What essential oil would you recommend putting in DMSO for someone like myself who wanted to just maybe clean up some stretch marks over time? Lavender's good, palmarosa, neroli, although neroli's um, like $90, so it's pretty, it's beautiful, but it really is good for stretch marks. And then there's the pettigrain, which is the twigs of the... The neroli is the orange blossom. So we have the orange oil, the orange blossom, and then the twigs are very lovely too. And that's the neroli fleurster pettigrain, which is only like $20 a bottle, so it's a lot different. But those are all really good at healing stretch marks. So is frankincense. 
um, you know, Rose, Auto, of course, but that's another uh, silly expensive one. Those will all work really well and be great in the body. Oh, citrus oils are good too. So grapefruit, lemon. Um, uh, the other thing I was just remembering is David loves putting neem with DMSO too. So again, you could add the essential oils to that and it will make it smell better too. <laughs> yeah, the neem would add a bit of that, that lubrication that you need which would be either the virgin coconut oil or um, jojoba. Okay, great. Well, this has been fantastic. So let me see, before we wrap up the interview, is there anything else that, that you'd want to add in there? Well, one thing I was excited that's also on the Longevity Warehouse site now, was happy to have it at the Longevity Warehouse, is the, is a fun product, and it's the Radiant Love Lotion. Oh, yeah. And um, that's just a really fun one I wanted to make. And it's, um, you know, it's it's a love lotion, so, you know, Edible, it's used in the bedroom. It's, there you go. That's it. And it's so fun because it's like this red bottle, and it's red with the shishander berry and sea buckthorn oil, and it has vanilla and cinnamon in it. So it's totally yummy, totally organic, and lots of fun. So Valentine's Day is coming up. For any uh, guys and gals out there listening to this interview, you can pick up a bottle of that for Valentine's Day and put it to good use. And, you know, you mentioned the sea buckthorn having that oily quality, and uh, I got a, a bottle of the sea buckthorn best skin ever, and it does have a very interesting texture. It's oily, but it's like a silky type of oily. It's like a thin, it's very luxurious type of oily. It feels quite nice actually putting it on. Yeah, that is an amazing one. And often people are like shy to use oils because pretty much everything we've ever used that's an oil has petroleum in it, you mm-hmm. know, even if it was from a natural place, sort of, you know, one of those greenwashing places. So, um, and I, I suggest for people to actually wash their face with it because um, it's an ancient, ancient gypsy way to wash the face with oil. And so, you know, it's great because people trust. They're like, okay, I'll try it. And then it's like acne clears up two days later. And then they're not playing that game with like stripping, you know, all the, the stripping the pH of their skin. Right. And people are amazed. So it, it makes a beautiful body care product and it's totally luxurious for the face. And it's great for men. It's great for women. It can remove makeup. You can use it on cuticles. You can put it on your hair before you wash it. And it really is like the one bottle to take care of everything. So Sea Buckthorn Best Skin Ever, you can find the Longevity Warehouse. Also, we've got a great video uh, of that product on there that you filmed uh, by uh, um, a beautiful stream there, which which is just it's a gorgeous setting for that for that product demonstration. And then maybe we can hope that someday in the future you'll be doing a video on the the Radiant Love Lotion. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, yeah. I'm just trying to keep the interview fun and uplifting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just noticed that that's added to the side. I didn't realize that. We must have, do we just do that? We've got Immunolim, Lymph Tonic, the Yogi 2 Serum, the Baskin Ever, and the Love Lotion. Of course. <laughs> well, I know Rebecca and Camille, uh, the two of them together, they're every day they're like, oh, we got to get this. And it's always something from your, uh, from your line. So you've got the two biggest fans in the world ordering products for the warehouse. Oh, great. Oh, that's so fun. I can't wait to see them again in, in April. And we're really looking forward to getting the nebulizer into the Longevity Warehouse. We'll be having that uh, in probably in about uh, three to four weeks. It's just one of those things that's so easy to use because you don't you don't do anything. It just does it itself while you're sleeping or you're you know you're doing your daily stuff. It's it's kind of working in the background. And I you know I just kind of show up and I fill it up every hour or two, and it's it's pretty much going 24/7 at the moment. 
Yeah, yeah, that's how ours are. We're so happy to have them. And uh, it really does, like, sort of round out the whole use of the essential oils because there's, like, on the body, sometimes internally uh, for medicine, and there's the beauty, but there's that part of, like, you know, besides opening the cap and inhaling the bottle of really infusing your environment with the way you want it to smell. Um, around Christmas holidays, we had the white fur going the whole time, and that was uh. You know, and then in the in like if I'm on the computer, it just helps bring make it all fresh because it gets stale yep. on there after a while. And yep. using the ones that are really for creativity and energy, and then at night in the bedroom, it's great. And definitely, you wake up in the morning and you are uplifted. I don't know whether it's just because I live in a a, a brick apartment building. That's it's not the greatest living situation, but it's working just for for now. But the, the air, there's not a lot of circulation in the wintertime because we have to keep both screen doors, um, sorry, both screen windows kind of closed and locked. The landlord's very strict about not opening the win- windows during the wintertime. And I noticed that after about a week, I mean, the air just gets stagnant. And it's me and my son Chris yeah. living here. And, it, you know, it, 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 even though we can create things like teas and, you know, we put a pot of uh, spring water with uh, cinnamon and things like that to freshen the air, the uh, the nebulizer seems to have the most profound effect. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, it, and it does help. It really does help the air quality. And, and um, it's like you can do air, what are those called, like air filters and stuff, which are great. But there's that real beautiful, sensual, life-affirming aspect of smelling yep. things that smell good. It's, it's very good for the spirit. Yeah. Okay, well, this has been a really fun interview. It's also, hopefully, for people, it's been informative. And um, please check out what we have on the Longevity Warehouse, www.longevitywarehouse.com. And we've got uh, those products that Nadine has just mentioned. And also, we will definitely be adding the nebulizer. We'll be adding a few other things as well in there. Uh, uh, You know, I know we're just going to keep adding things. So, you know, keep checking back to the warehouse site because it's just growing in terms of the products that we're carrying every month. This program was brought to you by TheBestDayEver.com. Thanks for listening.